Welcome to episode one of What Behind the Ears. Hopefully you joined us last time for our pilot episode. Right, Rave? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are today in Iowa. It's a million degrees. We're sitting in our basement, though, with uh, blankets and sweatshirts because it's below zero down here. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can come down here after being outside, but you can't stay down here for very long. No. Because it's like a meat locker. Yeah, but we're going to because we're recording a podcast. Right. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Rafe? I don't care. Okay. Well, I say we start out with why middle school boys smell. Now, granted, you're going into high school next year, but let's discuss odors, shall we? <laughs> okay. I think this is a good mom-son topic. <laughs> okay. And maybe there's mom-daughter odors as well, but I don't know if girls smell as bad as boys in eighth grade. It. I doubt it. <laughs> so, uh... I don't know. It's a bedroom odor. It's a bed odor. It's a foot odor. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's a hair odor. It's just an odor all around. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the battle between boys and their moms where their moms are like, maybe you should go take another shower <laughs> or at least wash your feet. <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah. I think that phase was really during track for you. That was like, wow. Well, yeah. I was exercising for hours a day. Right. But, um... <laughs> You'll outgrow it and it'll be fine. Yeah. That was one of the parenting things nobody told me about. What was the smells? The middle school age smells. Nice. Yeah. So if anyone's listening out there there's a, that's a mom that has kids that are still pretty young, um, you get to look forward to the middle school smell stage. <laughs> well, just wear deodorant. <laughs> And wash your feet. And get some of that foot spray. Yeah. You know, there's like spray. there's like this foot deodorant that you can spray. And I feel like you're going to argue this with me, Rafe, but I swear to God, black socks make your feet smell worse than white socks. And I know you say white socks are lame. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but my thing is maybe more like thicker, more absorbent black socks would be better to control foot odor. But there's something, even when I used to have to dress up for my job that I used to do, I would have to wear, you know, like black socks with my dress shoes. And my feet sweat worse than black socks. <laughs> and I don't get it. But it's but the truth. I'm never going to wear white socks, though. You don't want to wear white socks with, like, New Balance tennis shoes? No, I'm not 64 <laughs> you don't years be old. Uncle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> but. 64. <laughs> I. My whole thing is wearing, you know, whatever color my shirt is and then just black on my legs. No, I get it. It looks better. Yeah. White, white looks cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just wish there was something that manufacturers could do with black socks to make the odor less of a thing. Isn't it, doesn't dad have some of those Hanes dry fit? <laughs> <laughs> and there's he like does. a there's like a fan on the bottom of them. But That's... he's like never had stinky feet. Your dad has never had stinky feet. Like he probably maybe... did. He's probably doing it when he's my age. Maybe once from wearing Tevas. Sometimes when you wear Tevas on a hot summer day like all day and you just get sweaty feet, your smell your feet can smell like vinegar chips. <laughs> But then you can just like hose off your Tevas with some dish soap and everything's fixed. Yeah. So once you start getting the stinky shoes, you got to just pitch them and get new shoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And especially for me, though, my hair is a big problem. Yeah. With... But your hair is very thick. Yeah. And curly. I mean, all I have to do is go outside and it smells like something weird. <laughs> like, I don't even have to really exercise. That's another issue is outside smell. Not just on middle school boys, on people. Yeah. Like, if you take a shower and then you go outside and then you come back in the house, you have this weird outside smell. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like outside smells, mm -hmm. but on your body, it makes you smell weird. 
Like hot dog water. Yeah, the air <laughs> the air causes a bit of a scent. Yes. Like, it's a moist it's this moist smell. Ugh, Rafe. But yeah. Sorry about the word moist. I'll go ahead and say it again. <laughs> but don't you agree it's almost like a cold hot dog water smell like if you boil yeah. hot dogs in water? Mhm. That's what it smells like. Yeah. I also speaking of smells, I do not like to have my clothes or body or hair smell like food. <laughs> so like if somebody makes tacos and we go visit them and I leave and I smell like tacos, I'm annoyed. Mm. Cuz I think tacos smell like BO. Yeah. Uh, and so does pot roast. So, my mom makes pot roast a lot. Mom, if you're listening, sorry, but it makes your house smell like BO, and you know I hate it when you make pot roast. In <laughs> fact, if I walk into mom's house and she has made a pot roast, I usually leave. Because I don't want, especially if it's winter, I don't want my coat to smell like pot roast. Ugh. Like when you go into a gas station, like Ampride, and you leave three seconds later and you smell like a <laughs> smell like you got coated in roasted chicken. <laughs> or like the other day when you guys stopped at that place in Badger for driver's ed, yeah. and you guys smelled like roasted something yeah or greasy like, food like fried chicken yeah yes. it's terrible you know what i've never understood is that why do my windowsills smell you in know room? yeah you tell me that they smell i did yeah well <laughs> what i don't know like <laughs> last year you were like right if your window smell your windowsills kind of smell oh now i know what you mean so your window that's on the south side of the house is not a new window like the window in your room on the west side of the house yeah and it needs to be replaced and i think it's just like a really old wood smell because when oh. i was cleaning your window i'm like why does your window smell <laughs> yeah that was a funny thing to bring up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't like it when people come over and hang out in my room because i don't know what my room smells like mm-hmm. are you nose blind yeah like you <laughs> you get used to the smell so then you don't smell it anymore and I have, now I have no idea what my room smells like. What if it smells like, you know, gross, and then somebody comes over and the whole time they're just sitting in my musty room? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you when your room smells, and yeah. I usually spray something or clean it, but you have a very clean room. But speaking of smells again, everybody's house has its own smell. Yeah. I have been in people's houses where it always smells good, like laundry. And I've been in people's houses where it smells like Lipton soup, mm -hmm. and that freaks me out. Oh my gosh. And there's like the people who smoke a lot, yes. and their houses smell terrible. Mm -hmm. And then their kids smell like smoke. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. yeah, that makes me sad. So yeah, smells. I thought of something else about smells too, but I forget. Oh, like if a car smells weird too. Oh. Cars can hold weird smells. Well, cars always smell different than yeah. other areas. And I <laughs> have a very sensitive nose, so. I like the way the Jeep smells. I do too. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> then there's people who hang like 20 of those air freshener trees oh. in their vehicle and you think you're going to pass out and die mm -hmm. riding in the vehicle. Or like the things that they put on the... the Air vent? Yeah. And it's no. like a little capsule that sprays... A capsule of death. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're like Febreze. I, no I... offense if anyone out there uses those, but those could like... That's like ether to yeah. me. What is ether? That stuff like murderers use in movies to put somebody to sleep so they can kill them. They put it on a cloth and put it over their mouth and they breathe it and it knocks you out. Oh. <laughs> no, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> well, um, but like I feel like you could use those as long as you don't turn the air up all the way. <laughs> yeah. Because they spray through your car and beyond. Way beyond. It's crazy. And they, they reek. They do. They and then you breathe them and you're like, <gasps> you know, it's like your throat closes. And I, and I get a headache from it. Yeah. Or actually, I've actually felt before like I was going to throw up. Let's let's maybe switch from smells. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Well, I'm gonna bring up a topic. Okay. Let's talk about what age, let's see, what age would you be if you could, like, what age would you like to stay forever? Now, I know you're only 14, so it's a better question for me because I'm 45. But even at 14, what was your favorite age to be? 14. Oh. <laughs> I wondered what you'd say when you're my age. What age do you want to be? I would pick probably 11. Really? Because no one had passed away yet in my family, and we had just moved to Goldfield. I had just met my best friend that ended up being our neighbor next door. I don't know. Life's easier when you're a kid. So I would pick 11. Mm. Maybe like 12 for me. Because mm. that's like when I was just starting to play guitar and I went to the pool all the time. You know? God, I miss the pool. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd pick an age before your brother left home. Like back when your brother was home with you. Yeah, left. I suppose. <laughs> what topics do you have to discuss today, Ray? We happen to have a list of topics Yes. with us that we wrote down about a week ago. Do you have any weird OCD things that you do? <laughs> you know I do, like, right? Like stupid things that you... Yeah. I have a problem. I you? Have, yeah. <laughs> what are some of yours? I feel like everybody does. Yeah. But like, for me, it's like one really weird thing is if I touch one side of my face, I have to touch the other side. Or else it feels left out. <laughs> you, mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> or like if I'll scratch one side of my head, the other side of my head feels weird, so I have to scratch it, feels it too. feels jealous? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, that, that applies to any part of my body. Mm-hmm. You know? I know a weird one of yours. What? When we're walking. The, the finger thing? No. Oh, how I have to match your footsteps? Yes. <laughs> What's good wrong with that? Good thing we're about the same height. Yeah. So when we're walking, Rafe and I like to go for night walks and stuff. He has to have his steps match my steps. And if I make fun of him and on purpose try to, like, screw him up, he gets literally for real frustrated. <laughs> and he's like, Mom! <laughs> yeah, it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. But another thing that I do when I walk, say my, my left leg is pushing me forward, right? So it'll be behind me. Mm-hmm. I have to flick my pinky back. It looks gross, doesn't it? Yes, because it does a clicky thing. I don't yeah. like it. God, <laughs> it's sick. Listen. That's Ew. what it sounds like. Anyways, um... I have to flick my pinky back to the same direction as the back leg. And if my right leg goes back, my right pinky goes back. Or, and if I don't do that, I feel weird. Do you do that while you're running track? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever, like, flex your joint areas? Mm-hmm. Like where, where your, your arm comes up, your elbow pit, mm-hmm. you know? So if I flex my elbow pit, I also have to flex my knee pit. Or else I feel weird. Your knee pit? <laughs> or do you mean your other elbow pit? No. So if I flex huh. my left elbow area i also have to flex my left knee weird thing. i used to work with a guy he was actually my boss who during meetings like you know how you sit at a table and you put your elbows on the table mm-hmm. the whole time he would flex his pecs right left right left <laughs> and not like in a flexing your pecs show off way yeah but in like a weird ocd way and then he had a sniff with his nose that went in sync with it like a flex 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 and i remember thinking like i i noticed every weird thing about people. Yeah, me too. I'm just a people watcher. Not that I'm like, I'm not judging people for their weird things because I have a ton of weird things, but mm-hmm. I just happen to notice a lot of weird things yeah. that people do that maybe they don't even know they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But like, So some, do you have more weird things you do? Um, My nose thing. Yeah. That's more of like a tick. Like I have to move my nose around. Remember one of your other ticks where you used to go, hmm? Oh, yeah. Oh. I, used to, I used to have, like, this weird thing where I'd have to just sit there and feel my voice in my throat or else I felt weird. So I'd just go, hmm. Yes, and that phase 
nearly killed me. <laughs> it lasted for years, too. Oh, my gosh. It? it drove me insane. And I just sit there, you know, like, you know, on my iPad or something, and I just go, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah, I know. Well, I had to for some reason because I, I like to... The feeling of talking, you know, when it vibrates in your throat. Yeah. For some reason, I craved that feeling, so I just. Oh, believe me, I know you love to talk. Okay, well, this can be your podcast on me. <laughs> and your leg shaker, what you're doing right now. Oh yeah, I do shake when I. That makes me have anxiety. People who shake their legs. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, I also work with, used to work with another guy who was a leg shaker. Mm-hmm. And at one point, we there wasn't enough room in our office, so we were actually put out into a trailer. <laughs> And he, when he shook his leg, it shook the whole floor of the trailer, and I had to sit right by him. In addition to that, he would eat sausage every morning. I could smell his sausage breath oh. at my desk. So I got sausage breath and leg shaking going on. Oh, man, it just drove me insane. But I have weird stuff, too. Mm. And mine maybe seems more momish, but I cannot go to bed with dishes in the sink. <laughs> like they have to be washed and dried and put away. The, t- the counter has to be completely clear and clean, like mm-hmm. Lysol. Yeah. You know, pillows have to be on the couch, blankets folded, nothing, nothing out of place, or else. Because I, I don't, I want to wake up to everything fresh and fabulous. You know. Yeah, I get so, that. You want to wake up to a really clean house. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> I get I don't that. I want to wake up and have stuff to do. Yeah. Because there's going to be stuff to do later. So. You. I don't know what I can't think of my other weird stuff, and I know I have a ton. Um. Whenever we're gonna go do something, you say, "Rafe, go get in the car." And then you go clean the whole house, and then you get in the car. I do not. Yes, you do. I, okay, clean the whole house is an overstatement. Okay, but you know what I mean. Okay, I do have a problem with that. Yeah, like, like you'll be like, get in the car, I'll be right in. And then I'll sit there for a while, I'll go and, and see you freaking spray on the counter with Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mom, I gotta go to school. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Well, you do. This isn't an OCD thing, but you only wear one sock all the time. That... He'll come home from somewhere and he'll take off one sock. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. And throw it across the room. Okay, then you take both socks off and just leave them in a wad in the living room. It drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, I do just leave them. Why? I don't know, because it's easier. And then, if we're going to go somewhere, you go get a clean pair. <laughs> and leave the wadded pair in the middle of the living room. I don't get it. I mean... But there could be worse things. I'm not complaining. Well... You notice, we both notice dumb things that people do, right? Yeah. Like, what are some things that you notice, though? About you? Yeah. Or just... Like, mm-hmm. my mannerisms. Oh, let's see. You get a glass of milk, and I always sit... He, he sets it by the sink. Because mm-hmm. I've always said, if you're going to use the same glass all day, then just set it by the sink. Why dirty a different glass every time you get a drink of water or drink of milk? But he never uses the same glass. <laughs> he gets another glass and just leaves the glass sitting by the sink. With, like, milk residue in it, which is gross, because you know it's going to get nasty. Oh, I hate the word milk. I, I just realized my hatred for the word milk. Um, Rafe takes 30-minute showers, right? No. They're right. 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. Listen. okay, either way, I know you're going to bring up the timer. Yes, there's a timer for the fan. Right? <laughs> and you push it on 30 minutes, and when I get out, the, the light is on 15. And 15 minus 30 equals 15, which means that I take 15-minute showers. So okay. you're doubling my shower time. Fine, but I still <laughs> could take three showers in the time that you take one, and that's the truth. And that I have double accurate. the length of hair of you, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another weird habit of Rafe is he always says, Samum. Yeah, every time, I, every time I want her attention, I go, Samum. 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 Oh, and here's your new thing. What? Oh, I forget what it was. <laughs> oh. T- oh. I don't know that why that guy had to turn in front of me. T- 
He does. T- I always do that. I've oh, done that for does, years. Uh, and he, if he tells me a story, he's like, so, yeah, we're sitting in driver's ed and da-da-da-da-da. Well, we brought that up last week. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Well, anyway, <laughs> da-da-da-da-da. da da But his dad it's always also five. goes blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's always five. Yeah. Oh, and then his brother makes fun of Rafe because, Rafe's brother makes fun of him because uh, when he talks, it sounds like he's yawning. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the minute Gage said that, I'm like, oh, it does, and you just yawn. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> yawning right now. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to change the subject to banana noises. Oh, my God. And guess who the king of banana is in this house? (laughs) Mr. Rafer Russell. Okay, but we got to tell them what that means. Okay, banana noises. What does it mean? So it's like when you're eating something. So you know the sound of someone eating a banana. Horrible. It's absolutely, you just made a banana sound. It's disgusting. (laughs) Like, it's like, I can't, I don't want to do it. We have to do it. Oh, my God. We have to do a banana noise. Okay, I am. the microphone. I apologize profusely for what you're about to hear. Go ahead. Okay, but this is an example of a banana noise. Isn't that sick? Doesn't oh. that make you just want to burn we, down the world? We just <laughs> we just <laughs> lost our whole audience, if we have any. But um. So Rafe can even do banana noises just by swallowing. Like, I can hear it through his throat. Yeah. It is sick. But Rafe does banana noises on purpose to annoy me. Sometimes I do. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so I'm one of those people who cannot stand the sound of someone eating. And for some reason, my ears really like tone in, or tone in, hone in on people chewing. You know what's sick? <laughs> what? <laughs> the sound of people eating yogurt. Oh. Because it's like... Don't even. I'm not going to do it. I can't. It. I can't because we have uh, an audience. Right, <laughs> But right. like... It's terrible. Have you ever been at a table where there's no background noise and everyone's eating? Oh, my God. You want to drop a bomb on a whole group of people. Because you're not talking to anyone and you're just eating, you mean? Yeah. So in that situation, even the sound of the silverware on the the plates is a form of banana. Mm -hmm. Because it's like like (laughs) the silverware, like the fork when you're cutting, it's like... (laughs) Yep. It's like these random sounds. Or like when dad eats friggin' pancakes and he just... (laughs) With the fork to to the plate... It's crazy. He doesn't, you know, most people, you know, they take the fork and they cut into it. Gently cut it. Yeah. Our dad, my (laughs) my dad, grabs the fork and just smacks it on the pancake and pulls. And then a chunk of pancake comes off. It's terrible. Yeah. So there's, you can do banana drinking a beverage. Mm -hmm. You can do banana cutting food, eating food. It's basically any gross sound that you can make with your mouth. Or... One of the sickest bananas that you do, Rafer, mm. is when you rub your eye. <laughs> oh, so sick. Because it makes a little squelch. Oh, jeez. Or there's also, like, dry mouth banana. Like, when you know someone really needs a drink because you can hear the dryness, mm-hmm. the dry banana noise. Yeah. And there's something else, too, that I'm forgetting that's a form of banana. So another form of banana is the sound of people kissing. Oh, I hate it when you and Dad kiss. What? talking me and your dad well it's the same well or like (laughs) movies i'm just completely grossed out in movies when people kiss because you can hear the kissing noises or like in tv shows yeah because it's just like a ugh ugh yeah it's like a click yeah so rafe and i were just saying well more like me that the room we're in smells like um church (laughs) (laughs) you didn't hear that though because we had to pause the recording for a second but i just had a cup of coffee in this room and when we walked back in it smells like the church like during fellowship time (laughs) after church when people visit and have cookies and coffee yeah 
And I love that smell. Yeah. I love church smell. All right, let's switch from banana. All right, juice. here, I will. Yeah, you pick a topic there. Next topic there for uh... Today would be good. <laughs> <laughs> would you be friends with yourself, Mom? Oh, geez, that's a tough question. I don't know. Because I'm really hard on myself. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, because I'm a very low-maintenance friend. I don't, I'm not going to bug you all the time and call you and want to do stuff, but maybe mm. that makes me not the type of friend you'd want. I'm a person who likes low-maintenance friends. Like, me too. you could go however long and not talk and not have them be like, are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. You know, are we still friends? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? No, I would not be for my friend. <laughs> but wait, but first I need to... I need to explain why no i was gonna say, like with my friends yeah we can get on like a call and not talk the first three hours not say a single word to each other and it's still fun because we're on a call together mm-hmm. and we just hang out you know and don't do anything and i'm somebody who doesn't like to play video games with people because there's a certain way that i need things done in the game and other people impede and everybody's like dude what are you what are you playing i'm like oh i'm playing some red dead red dead online like oh, i'll join you they just offer that up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I never invited you to join, <laughs> you know, but I, I'm nice, Yeah. so I feel like if I say no, I don't want you to join, they're going to be like, oh, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, okay, and then they join me and totally ruin my whole everything. Oh. It's like, dude, I was kind of doing something right Vibing now. Vibing on your own? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, especially Minecraft. Except with your brother. Yeah, because Gage and I play Minecraft the same. Mm-hmm. I kind of learned Minecraft from him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when other people join, they build on my worlds. It's like, dude, don't don't build crap in my game because <laughs> this is mine. Yeah. I would say, too, that I enjoy friends where you don't feel like you have to fill the silence with words. You can yeah. just chill. And also with my friends, it's like somebody say somebody asks you to go somewhere and you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And then you say no. And they're like, why? You know, duh, duh, duh. Or they're mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. Or... Or maybe they don't ask, but you feel like you need to explain yourself. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm literally just like, hey, you want to do this? No, I'm good. And they're like, okay. And if they ask why, I'm just like, because I want to go. <laughs> you know? It's like... That's a big deal, and that's good, because a lot of people feel like they have to make up an excuse. Yeah. Instead of just saying no, because you feel like if you just say no, you're being rude. Mm-hmm. But you're not. Yeah, I know. And I'm never mad at somebody if they're like, no. You know? Mm-hmm. But... For some reason, the human race thinks they have to have a reason for everything they do. And we don't. It's your life. Do what you want. Yeah. And don't be mad at someone just because they were invited but don't want to go. At the same time... I want to be invited. I want to be yeah. invited even though I'm probably not going to come. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I also like friends who the conversation just easily flows. Yeah. You know, you don't even have to try. Mm-hmm. And those are rare. That's like word vomiting type of stuff. You know, yeah. you can just talk. Yeah. And, and, and good talk, mm-hmm. not gossip, not small talk, like friggin', you know, the yeah. weather, your health, blah, blah, blah. But just good conversation. Yeah. And, oh, I like it when people don't try to fix your crap. Yep. You know what I mean? We've talked about this. Yeah, it's like you go up to somebody and you need to vent to them, and then they try to solve your problem, and you just want to punch them. It's or like, they're like, well, that's stupid. Why are you worried about that? Yeah. That's rude. It's like, how about you just listen for a second? Yeah. Because my thing I really need is just for someone to say, I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. If I wanted to, my problem solved, I'd ask you for advice. I yeah. wouldn't vent to you. Yeah. I'd specifically say, I need to talk to you about this. Tell me what to do. Yeah. Or what would you do? Yeah. Sometimes you just need to put something out into the universe 
and that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't need advice. You don't need somebody to feel sorry for you. Yeah, I get that. And I also don't like it when people think that you want to talk. It's like they can tell that you're in a bad mood, but they're like, so what? Do you, let's talk about it. And you're like, no. And I keep pushing. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I, would, I want to be left alone, <laughs> you know? And then there are people who are like, do you want to talk? No. Okay. And then they sit by you. <laughs> it's like, bro, I don't want to... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I guess the upside of that is, you know, at least they care. Yeah. And I feel like me and my friend Salvador have had conversations about this, but we feel like bad people because we ask people, you know, like, oh, are you okay? But we don't actually care. <laughs> <laughs> like, we want to be nice and yeah. we want to be compassionate, but we don't actually care if they're okay. I feel like that's <laughs> a lot of the human race. Like, you run into somebody at a store. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, good. Okay, nice to see you. Bye. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're if, if you're not good you're not gonna tell them right you're not gonna be like well we had to put our dog down yeah we gotta replace our roof and it's like people don't want to hear that yeah and also people don't when people do say that it's so awkward because you have no idea what to do well that's because most people typically just say oh i'm fine i'm yeah. good they so when they there are those rare people who are like oh i'm kind of struggling right now due to this you're like oh my gosh i wasn't prepared for that <laughs> yeah but at the same time, for some reason, I like people that do that. That are like, now it's easy to be like, oh, well, they're just seeking attention. They want me to feel sorry for them. I don't think that. I think that it's great when someone feels com- comfortable enough with me to be like, you know, I'm not doing that great. And I am willing to actually listen. Me too. And, I mean, but I'm guilty of saying, oh, good. How are you? And, yeah. and, and really, I'm like, um, I've had a horrible week and I've just pretty much felt mental, but whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot what I was just going to say. I hate it when that happens. I know. I am actually really angry now. I do it all the time. I actually walk into Fairway and go, why did I come here? Yeah. I'm glad that happens at 14 and not just when you're 45. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it because you're literally just about to say it and then it slips your brain. And it was brain. something really Mom, good. Let me just try to figure out what I was going to say <laughs> for a second. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to what we were talking about. Okay. The original topic was what would you be friends with yourself? Mm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Okay. Because... There's no variety at all with your time to hang out with. It's like, okay, I guess I would be friends with him, but he'd be the guy that I invite to something if nobody else can go. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know exactly what they want. You can get in the car, you don't have to say anything, and drive to your favorite restaurant, order them their favorite food, listen to the same music. There's Mm -hmm. no variety. Mm -hmm. You know? You don't have to learn anything about them. You immediately know everything about each other because you are each other. Yeah, but I'm saying pretend like, well, I guess I don't know. You can't pretend like you don't know you. Right. I guess you got to think of it in the context of, would you be friends with yourself if you were someone else? Would you like you? If I was someone else, I wouldn't like me. (laughs) What? I don't know. I think you're so fun and awesome and really hilarious because you are weird like me. I don't know. And we think a lot of the same stuff is so funny. Yeah. We heard a weird... I thought we heard some weird noise recently and laughed really hard. Yeah, it was when, uh, we can't drop names, I guess. Yeah. But my girlfriend made a sound that sounded exactly like our car horn. She was in the back of the car. On the way to the movie. And I said something and she laughed, but it was like one of those, you know, and it sounded, it was, it was like, it was the same note, the same note and everything. It was the car horn. Yeah. Cause I jumped. Because yeah. I thought, how did I honk the horn? Mm-hmm. And then I honked the horn to prove yeah. that it sounded just like the horn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Weird reoccurring dreams. I don't have any. What? I thought you had one that you told me about. Oh, getting my hair cut? 
Is that one you've got? That's, that's it? the only. That's the only one I have, and I haven't had it for like oh. months. Okay, here's my three, four, mm-hmm. maybe three. I don't know. One, all my hair cut off. Yeah. And I wake up and go, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Two, I fall onto some raised cement on right with my mouth open and smash my front teeth out. And three, I never got my college degree because I didn't pass algebra. <laughs> like I have woke up, oh, like oh my gosh, I did not get my degree because I couldn't pass the college algebra classes. <laughs> And I actually have to think for like five minutes and like, oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Well, and then my latest one that I've had, well, not latest, like for years is that I lost my wedding ring mm-hmm. and I'll actually get out of bed and go look for it and it's always in the same spot because I don't wear it to bed because I lay on my hands in bed. I used to have a reoccurring dream when I was nine and 10 that I was standing at the top of our stairs and I just jumped down and I, I'd never land in the dream but and I always was wearing the same shirt it was a red and white striped like where's Waldo type shirt mm-hmm. but it was if anybody out there is my age it was Esprit brand that my grandma bought me it was one of my favorite shirts so I'm wearing that shirt and I just jump down the stairs I never have like dreams that you know you can tell about because my dreams are always like a snippet of something like last night, my dream was literally I just walked into my room and said, Alexa, play this song. And then I grabbed a guitar pick. It was no more by any better. <laughs> um, but, and the, or like, I'll just have a dream where for a second I can see myself playing guitar and then I'll wake up. I've had dreams where I wake up mad. Why? And, and then I realize, oh, it wasn't true. Or I oh. woke up and te- can tell I was crying in the dream because my eyes are crusty. Yeah. I have also woken up angry. Mm-hmm. And actually, usually that resides throughout my day. <laughs> you know what's funny? Kind of a subject switch, but it's about sleep. When someone like falls asleep and you're awake near them and you hear them go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that and you wake up? And I'm it? embarrassed. <laughs> okay, so have you ever had sleep paralysis? No. Okay, I did a couple months ago. I think I told you about it. I don't remember. Okay, well, basically I was just laying there and... It wasn't one of those things where, like, you always see a demon, you know, I just couldn't really move. Yeah. And I was, like, kind of awake, you know, and I was, like, freaking out, like, holy crap, I literally can't move or speak. So I'm trying to move. And then I finally was able to get control of my body. And I went, ugh. (laughs) 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 Like, when I came to, because for some reason, whatever exertion of whatever force came out, just, (laughs) I did that noise recently. Like, I fell asleep on the couch. And I woke myself up because I went, huh. And I felt so dumb. And I don't know why I feel dumb when I do it. I've heard your dad do it too. Do like a, huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm freaking um, out right now. Anyways. Funny story is one time, this is when my brother was in high school or college. I don't remember if he was high school or college age. But he was asleep in his room and I had to go get him up for something. And I was like, Jeff, it's time to get up. And he did like, I can't even imitate it. You know how you have a morning voice? Yeah. It's kind of like bed raspy throat voice Uh i'm like jeff you need to get out of bed he turns around and he does this noise it sounds like (laughs) like he was gonna say okay (laughs) so we have this inside joke about it which now that i think of it i haven't brought up forever because he used to just walk up to me and go (laughs) and we'd laugh (laughs) um i remember one time when i when i was younger I used to get scared and go and sleep in my parents' room. And I'd sleep between your bed and your dresser, right? Yep. Because it was like a tight space. Very tight space. And I liked that. But one night I was having a dream that I was doing karate. (laughs) And I kicked your dresser and stubbed my toe. It hurt so bad. (laughs) 
That's so funny. I know. Rick used to sleep in our room a lot mm-hmm. because he was scared of scary stuff. Dude, I, I, I got scared last night. Last night I was just laying in bed and I was like, okay, somebody's watching me. So I got up and turned on my TV. That's funny. You had the guts to get up and turn on your TV. I always do. Oh, you had the remote in bed? No. Oh. I always get up. I crawl up to my bed, turn the light on, get out and grab the remote, turn the light off and get back in bed. But I have before I turn the light on off, I have to wait for the TV to turn on. Like actually, actually have the monitor displaying a show so that it's not black when I go to bed. But what if you turn the TV on and then the light of the TV revealed a man standing in front of your closet? Okay, I'm sleeping in your room tonight, Ma. <laughs> no, you're not. You're too old. But I, I have this fear of whenever I'm alone in a dark place and there's furniture, I feel like a hand's going to come out from the furniture, under the furniture, and grab me. See, my fear is I I still act like I'm a kid when it comes to stuff. Like, if I have to get up in the middle of the night, it's dark. Like, dark enough that it's dark, but still you can see and you know where the furniture is. Mm-hmm. So I walk out of the kitchen, I always imagine a man sitting on the couch with very good posture Mm -hmm. and he just turns his head super slow and looks at me and smiles (laughs) and i basically turn to dust and die um i am gonna tell you this and i'm really sorry but i have this thing in my head where whenever i'm gonna go look at the baby ducks just for some context we have baby ducks in our basement under a heat lamp right now because they're little and the mom is not very good at momming yeah whenever i walk in there i feel like i'm gonna open the door and see like a really skinny, super tall, like 10 feet tall, super long skinny arms and like shaggy long hair, like sitting on, on its butt with its knees, you know, holding their knees to their chest, looking at the ducks, like taking care of them. Why? But it's like a demon. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I'll, I'll have to draw it for you to show you what I mean. Well, thank you for that. And you, it's like anorexic. You can see its ribs and its spine. Is it because I showed you that dead baby duck? It's like a giant one of those. You think? It's not a duck. Well, the way you describe it, it's almost, a humanoid looking. The thing. way you describe it, it almost sounds like, a, like a human duck. Well, for for people, <laughs> for people who know who Siren Head is, it looks like that. Don't you don't know what that you is. Have to show me. Or maybe like Slenderman, but if it was anorexic. Ew. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I also envision we have a huge front window in our house with a light outside, and I picture just a guy standing there looking in the house. Mm. But when I was a kid, I did the same stuff as you. So I had. Our house, at my parents' house, we had this really cool, still do, attic bedroom. Mm-hmm. It was the full length of the house. And I remember laying in bed, and I had my prom dress. was always too long to hang in my closet, so I hung it on, like, a hook on my wall. And I would stare at it and envision, all of a sudden, a body forming into it. Like, Ooh. arms, legs come out, and all of a sudden, it's a person and not just a prom dress. And I used to do the same thing you did, where... I'd have to get up the guts to run across the room in the dark to turn on the light, and then I would literally fly back into bed and cover up. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget when we first moved into that house. The bed There was two beds in my room that were attached. It was this really cool room where it had built-in drawers in the walls, built-in twin beds like you couldn't move them because they were built to the wall with built-in dressers and shelves. It was really neat. So the bed was against the wall. First night there, I get in bed and I'm sleeping. I accidentally hit my knee on the wall and it knocked back. (laughs) And ever since then, I've just been a freak about paranormal stuff. Mm -hmm. Like literally knock, knock from the other side of the wall. And here's the thing. The other side of the walls in that room were additional attic space. So there was doors to go behind those walls 
all the length of the house. So it felt like there was someone living in there, mm -hmm. like a squatter or a demon or something paranormal. <laughs> Could you imagine having a squatter, Mom? Remember when we talked about that once and we got freaked out? Yeah, because the vent was making that sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were like, what if somebody came in here where we're gone and they live in our basement when yeah. we're not home and then they sneak out when we're not looking? Because, so basically, you know how like when, for the listeners, when things change in temperature, it kind of moves, like wood creaks or for our, it's like aluminum, mm -hmm. the, the vent, the air vent in our basement, kind of the aluminum plate, whatever, moves a bit and it makes like a mm -hmm. sound. And we... We're talking. It was nighttime, and we heard it. And we were like, "Oh, that was." I made a joke that like that was the, that was a squatter that is knocking on the vent, and mom freaked got freaked out. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I saw this video where this dude went to bed, right, and then this lady came out from a table or something and was like eating his food from the fridge and watching TV and stuff in his living room. And then he heard him. She heard him coming in from the from his bedroom, and she like freaked out. She jerked her head towards the direction, turned the TV off, ran and hid. And he like came out and poured himself a glass of water and drank and left. And she watched him do it. And then she went back out and watched more TV and stuff. It was on a security camera in his house. Oh my God. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I would, I would give the house to them. I'd be like, you can have it. I'm leaving. See you later. <laughs> I wouldn't call so the cops creepy. or anything. I just see ya, you know. What if, our, what if our squatter was a homicidal maniac? Oh, yeah. Or what if there's one living in our shed or one of our bins? I have a huge fear of that. Whenever I leave the light on in the shed and Dad makes me go out and shut it off at freaking 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, this is when the squatter finds me. This is when you die. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> or when I, have to, when I go out and shut the chicken door, that's why I'm always so hesitant because I feel like there's a squatter. In the chicken coop? Yes. Huh. Or like I'm going to see him out by the bins. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. See, I always think there's going to be a mountain lion. <laughs> and I have, I'm going to have to, like, stay in the coop until someone comes and looks for me. I wouldn't be as afraid of a mountain lion as I would a squatter. Or the little shed. One time I went in there at night, yeah. and I was, like, freaking out because I thought there was going to be a squatter in there. <laughs> yeah, Rafe turns all the lights on in the house if he's home alone during the day. Yeah, I do. I wonder when you'll outgrow that. For some I don't know why, but I don't ever turn the office light on. Ooh, you should start. Mom. <laughs> That was not a good thing to say to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I even turn on my closet light. I know, and you always leave it on. And I shut it off. Uh, what do you think the creepiest space in our house? Like, if you say, what's like, what's the scariest room? In the the studio bathroom, behind that in that shower closet thing. Really? Terrifying. <laughs> That's where a squatter would stay. There's not room. We don't ever look back there and they could just I sit. Work, I look there every day to get oh. when I clean out the cat box. But like if we didn't have the vacuum in there or whatever, the, the dude could just sit down there like in the fetal position and just stay there and hang out. You know, the vi well, it wasn't Viscola house, right? What? Where that dude stayed in the attic and killed the whole family? Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. That is what I am afraid of. I think where a squatter would go is that space under your bed. Mom, that is where I would hide if there was an intruder. Like, if I was home alone. I know, that's a good spot. Yeah, because if I scoot my bed over. But you can't, because your bed, if you scoot it over, you'd see the marks in the carpet where it yeah. left. You'd have to leave the bed where it is. Because mm -hmm. nobody really would know that that space was there. Yeah. My, in the old house, you always had the couch kind of, like, 
diagonal to the wall. So there'd be like a triangle of wall right behind the couch. My idea was to get under there and stack blankets all on top I of me. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, when I was little. And if, if there was ever an intruder, I'd hide under those blankets. Mm-hmm. Because he could take one of the blankets off and there'd be like a few more under it. You know? Like, oh, the kid's hiding in here. Oh, there's just more blankets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know why, but this... I think because you said the old house and blankets, I just remembered when you were really little and you puked a huge snicker bar on your dad's lap mm-hmm. on a blanket. And I, my whole life until what? This week. Monday, I have been terrified of Snickers. And, and now, now you love them. Yep. Because my friend got me to try one at the pool. <laughs> when you did that, it was like literally you just ate the snicker bar. So mm-hmm. it was hardly digested. Yeah. And you puked it up and your dad does not handle vomit. I know. Like he was like... Lisa, Lisa, he was frozen. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed that blanket, and the only way I, I would have just thrown it away, but it's one of my favorite blankets. We still have it. Yeah, I know. I, I was using the it. The puke blanket. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I can't put this in the washer because it's literally full of chunks of peanut nougat ch- chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I took it outside and hosed it off, <laughs> wrung it out, and then put it in the washer. Speaking of puke, I think this is funny, and I don't think that we do. Which is strange, but when I was a kid, we had a puke bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We do? Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Same bowl that dad used for his popcorn. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your dad's popcorn bowl. Does he know that? I don't think so. <laughs> he would be so mad. I know. Because he's really weird about that stuff. Anyway, ours was an aqua green 70s Tupperware bowl, and it was always the puke bowl. Mm-hmm. When we were like, when we got the flu as kids, get the puke bowl, get the puke bowl. We also sometimes use that ice cream bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But usually it's dad's bowl. And it's funny because my mom still has that puke bowl and she'll use it for salads. What? <laughs> she... Oh, yeah. It's it, it's hilarious. And I'm like, oh, pasta salad in the puke bowl. And mom's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, uh, Remember how mad you used to get when you were going to throw up? Uh, I ha- Okay, the last, time, terrible. the last time I puked was in track practice. And before that, it was like three years. Yeah. But I... Like, when I'd throw up, I'd just scream. It was awful. Like, I would genuinely yell as yeah, I threw like up. Yeah, like, you would rage. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking during puke. Well, kind of during. But the build-up to knowing you're going to puke, yeah. you were terrible. Mm-hmm. I remember sleep. I don't know why. I remember this instance. I had the flu. I was sleeping on your floor, and I had, a like, a big bottle of water on the dresser. And I knew I was going to throw up, and I literally screamed, Give me my water! You know? I was, like, <laughs> freaking out, like... And then dad chewed me out for yelling at him and then I threw up. <laughs> so I remember when your brother was little, I'm talking like three or four, and he had the flu, terrible, like the kind of flu where every half hour he was thrown up, mm-hmm. like really bad. And one of the times I was able to get him to the bathroom, but not quick enough. So he puked all over. No, we put him in the tub because he was covered in puke. Then I'm getting him out of the tub. And he puked all over the bathroom floor. It was a tile floor. And I'm talking a ton of puke, like not even human. Mm-hmm. And your dad, who does not handle vomit or animal or human poop very well at all, I'm fine with it, as long as it's my own family, it's my mm-hmm. own kids. He came in the bathroom, and I needed help because there's puke everywhere. Gage was covered in puke. I had puke. Your dad slipped, and he was <gasps> slipping on the puke oh. on the floor. Like... It was on tile. You know how slippery tile is? And it was just the worst night. Like, we were up every half hour. 
to clean up puke. Oh. We were so tired. And we felt so bad for your brother because he was miserable. That was one of the worst nights ever. I remember one night I slept on my floor instead of my bunk bed in case I puked. Yeah. And I got up and had a trail of puke all the way to the bathroom. Yep. That was awful. Mm-hmm. And remember when you'd have the flu, I'd make you sleep on a ton of bl- different blankets, ones mm-hmm. that I could wash easily because yeah. I knew you would miss and not get it in the puke bowl. Mm-hmm. Because you get so upset that you would like thrash around and puke here and then you do some of the puke over here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, in the bucket, mm-hmm. in the bucket. You ever puke so hard that your head throws back before you puke? No, but I puke so hard that I break blood vessels in my face. Really? I have broken a blood vessel in my eye from oh, puking. Oh, I've done that. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, but one night, one time I was puking, it was like the first year that we moved here and I puked so hard that my head flung back, like forehead facing the ceiling and then forward and the puke came out. People who are sensitive to vomit, I apologize for this conversation. Some people can't even talk about it. I know. Sorry. (laughs) Maybe we should change the subject. Yeah, maybe we should. (laughs) Here. Um, you want to talk about freaking weird anxiety stuff that you have? That could be hours and hours and hours, but yeah. <laughs> well, we're at 51 now after editing probably like 45 minutes, so mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Hmm. I don't know what level of anxiety type things you want to talk about. Tell me one of yours first. Okay. Um, whenever you say you say, I'll be home in three hours, and it's like three hours and 30 minutes, I immediately think she got in a car accident on her way home. Uh, yeah, because there's that one day last week I was picking you up from driver's ed and I was, it was literally 10 3 mm-hmm. and my phone rings, mom, where are you? And I'm like, I'm only three minutes late. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've always been weird about thinking we're going to forget you. Yeah. Even in like when I was in Sunday school and I was little, if you weren't at the door by the time the school Sunday school was over, I cried so hard. Mm-hmm. And my art teacher, Brandy Osborne, I remember comforted me when I was really little cause I was crying cause I thought you forgot me. <laughs> One of my biggest anxiety things, and this is a a lot of people, is flying. You love flying. Your dad Mm -hmm. loves flying, I assume. I hate flying. I'm just not afraid of it. Oh, I thought you loved it. Uh, I find it really boring. Oh, see, I find it that that, that's, I'm just, that'll be how I die. (laughs) Every time we fly, I figure, well, it's been nice knowing everyone. Yeah. I hate it. And I don't like the close quarters, the claustrophobic feeling. I don't like taking off. I don't like landing. Recirculated air. air. Yeah. <laughs> um, my One of my weirdest things is if I'm going to go get something from the vending machine. I told you this. This is so funny. Yeah. If there are people. Though, okay. So the way my school is set up, there's the commons area and then there's the vending machine. And right around the corner is the bathroom. So if I'm going to get something from the vending machine and there's people in the commons who can see me get it from the vending machine, I have to pretend that I'm going to the bathroom. So that, one, they don't see me getting something from the vending machine, and two, I don't have to turn around and look like I'm not doing anything. You know? So I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll actually, like, sit there for, like, you know, 30 seconds, and then I'll turn the sink on and wash my hands, and I'll dry them, and then I'll leave and check if they're still there. Like, I don't actually use the bathroom, but I make it sound like I did. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't want people to watch me get stuff from the vending machine. I feel like they're judging me. Or you don't like to order food. Right. Oh, my gosh. I hate ordering food. It's terrible. So when we go somewhere, I usually have Ray tell me what he wants, and then I order for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I if I tell my dad to order for me, he, like, yells at me. He's like, stop being, you know, just order your food. Yeah. Because he thinks it's dumb. Because, you know, someday you are, you are going to have to just order your own food. Yeah. 
But I get it. You have weird things that make you just feel weird. You know what else is weird, really weird about me? If I'm drink like eating or drinking something that has a certain type of name, like if I think the name is kind of cheesy and somebody says, what are you drinking? I pretend not to know. And then I look at the label and say, oh, it's called this. Why? I don't know. Because I want them to think I drink cheesy drinks. They don't. You don't want them to know you drink LaCroix? <laughs> what <laughs> is LaCroix? Kidding, you don't, but it's just a weird name of it. Or like even stuff as simple as like fruit punch. You don't want to say fruit punch? Right. Why? So if like, what are you drinking? I'll have to like pretend not to know what it is, look at the label and say, oh, it's fruit punch. Or I'll literally say, I don't know, and then look at the thing <laughs> and then tell them. Weird. Mm-hmm. So how do you order your food at the pool? Oh, I don't know why, but that's always easier. Actually, you know what I do? I always go up, order popcorn. That's my test order. Because I'll see what their personalities are like, and I'll see what else they have. And then the next round, I'll go up and order what I want. <laughs> and I never eat the popcorn. Ah. Oh. I eat, a, like, a little bit of it, and then I just leave it on my table. Oh, you should bring it home to your mom. I did, and you said no. Yeah, but that popcorn bag you brought home from the clarion pool, it looked super greasy and gross, like it'd just been sitting and oozing. It's probably because it was had pool water on it (laughs) yeah that didn't look good um but yeah i always do that and then oh my gosh one time i was so embarrassed because i ordered hot pockets and i went to save pizza rolls and she was like we don't have hot pockets and i was like oh my god where did you order pizza rolls oh (laughs) at the pool pool. yeah it was like it was like three years ago or like sometimes when i'll order something when i'll order something thinking they genuinely have it and they're like oh sorry we don't serve that it's so embarrassing it's like, oh my god, I'm such an idiot type of thing. Yeah, but you know that you shouldn't be embarrassed of that, right? Like, yeah. You can't help it. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I just thought of this, but we were talking about it yesterday. What? Um. Oh, I guess you're, I already know the answer, but you have you don't have a superiority complex about you. No. Okay, I do. <laughs> and I, I know that's bad, you know? <laughs> but it's like, I feel like I'm greater than sometimes when I'm around certain people, you know? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about imposter syndrome too. Yeah. Because it was brought up at my Bible study. Mm-hmm. And how everyone has felt that before, where you feel like you're just a big fake. Yeah. I think everybody's felt that way. Mm-hmm. Especially when you give someone advice that you don't even take yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, you shouldn't feel that way, you know, because you're this and this and this, and who cares what people think, and da da da. And then you walk away and think, wow, I don't even follow that advice. <laughs> who am I to give that advice to someone else? Yeah. I hate it when, I don't know, being human is hard. Mm. With all our weird things. <laughs> so what about when you have to go like pay for something at Casey's? Do you still do you feel the same weirdness? Oh my God, it's terrible. Because <laughs> like they'll say, okay, like th- two forty nine, right? And then I'll yeah. grab three bucks, and I feel like they're just sitting there waiting, and I'm taking forever to grab the money, and it's so awkward. Oh, I do hate that. Yeah, especially if somebody's standing behind you waiting oh. next in line. And I hate it. Because sometimes you you only give me change. Like, if I don't bring my own money, you just give me quarters. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there counting out the quarters. Sorry. So awkward. And I remember one time we were in Eagle Grove, and there's this lady. And <laughs> she's terrible. Like, she's just so mean. And um, I was counting out the quarters to give her, you know, a close enough thing that she could just give me the pennies back, mm-hmm. right? She's like, you could just give me all of them. I was like, uh, sorry for making your job easier, woman. <laughs> woman. Yeah. And, oh, God, she sucks. <clears throat> I don't know why I just thought of this. It's not really an anxiety thing, but remember when we laughed because of get, starting to sweat and having a steam mark? 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I get so embarrassed. I, I have to slide off of any chair that I sit on because I don't want a Steve Mark of, of the shape of my ass on I the chair. That's so freaking awesome. And the reason I get anxiety about that, okay, it is anxiety. Mm-hmm. One time, first time I ever saw a steam mark on a chair. We were in a big, huge meeting when I used to work um, for Pfizer, and they had blue plastic chairs. This girl in front of me, the meeting's over, she gets up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she left a steam mark, like a <laughs> butt crack slash crotch steam mark on the yeah. chair. And I felt embarrassed for her, and I thought, oh, did I leave a steam mark? So now I'm obsessed with, because you know when you get nervous or you've been sitting a long time, you start to sweat in weird areas. Yeah. And depending also what you're wearing for clothes, like Mm -hmm. if you're wearing like, for example, like Under Armour material shorts or just like, you know, athletic shorts or like leggings for Mm -hmm. women, like workout leggings, and you sit in a chair that's a certain color, it could leave a steam mark. It might even leave a whole butt cheek shape steam mark. And that is so embarrassing. So yeah, the key is for those listeners out there. Like Rafe said, slide off the chair yeah, and, and it'll, it'll wipe of, it off. It'll wipe the steam mark. <laughs> I hated the last like couple weeks of school. It was always hot out. And then we'd go outside and enjoy the hot weather, come inside, sit down on a black chair, you know, a black plastic chair. You know how the schools have those chairs. Yes. And you get up and you can see the whole shape of your ass and some of your legs. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. Or... Maybe guys don't have this because they just wear athletic shorts, but I know all my workout girls will relate. You could It doesn't matter if you always stick with black leggings or say you do gray or just a different color. It could even happen with a print. You do a hard workout, you're going to have a great big old sweat ring around your crotch. <laughs> and maybe even your butt crack. I mean, if you work out hard and you sweat... You sweat in all the areas, mm-hmm. and that's... I remember actually junior high age playing softball, and I was so embarrassed of the um, sweat marks on my armpits in the summer that I... It, like, crippled me to not be able to play softball because I thought other people would be like, ew, why is there wet spots on her armpits? Because <laughs> the other girls didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And I was embarrassed of it, and I thought, well, what's wrong with me? Why do I sweat and get a wet spot where my armpits are so i'd walk around with my arms really tight and i'd even try to swing the bat with my arms staying tight and you cannot hit a baseball that way or a softball um like i keep on forgetting what i'm gonna say everything was it about sweating steam marks steam marks (laughs) like even sometimes the sweaty guys or the sweat skinny guys in school have like a little ball print on their chair. Well, it's nothing about weight. Everybody. I know, sweats. but like, I'm I'm not as, my legs are a little bulky, like yeah. not fat, but like built. Mm-hmm. So they don't they they kind of touch towards my balls, <laughs> so they don't, my balls don't sag to the chair, because they're being held up by my legs. Yep. And the skinny guys don't have that, <laughs> so their balls touch the chair, and sweat onto the chair. I get what you're saying. Hence why we uh, marked this podcast as explicit since we're talking about balls um let's talk about our special language <laughs> okay. and people are gonna think we are so weird they're gonna think we're freaks yeah but i, I actually care. have certain like special languages with my brother too so <laughs> actually he knows a lot of our languages yeah but let's start with the origin of it okay which was zhizha yeah that was that was your grandma right Kind of. She used to say shishi. 
Like yeah. if something was gross, she'd be like, "Oh, don't don't smell that. That's shishi." Yeah. And and then it turned into zhizha uh-huh. when I was you know like your age. Yeah. So here's what zhizha means, and like everybody in my family says it. My brother, mm-hmm. my dad, my mom, Rafe. Even Gage does He usually sometimes. says zhuzh. Yeah, dad doesn't why. say it. No, he doesn't. He's not really that part of that side of the family, no. though, so it's not really a thing. And he's not weird like us. Yeah. You know. He's pretty basic. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so if something is gross, mm-hmm. you say zhuzh. Like, ooh, don't eat that rotten banana, zhuzh. Yeah. Or, ooh, look at that dog poop, zhuzh. Yeah. And that's kind of where it all started. So mm-hmm. now Rafe and I have a ton of different weird things that we say. Yeah. <laughs> this is almost embarrassing. I don't people I, are going to be like, what the heck? I, I think, no. So give some examples. Like, do you want to just talk about how sometimes we just talk weird? Yeah. Okay. You guys won't be able to understand us. <laughs> but what's something I'll say and I'll say it in our weird little language? I don't know. You give an example. Um, So like sometimes when we listen to the Forever Young thing in Parenthood. Yeah. Instead of, may you stay forever young. Yeah. Um. Metal staff, rattle. Yeah. Metal staff, rattle. So it's like this whole tongue movement. <laughs> yeah. And usually we can understand what we say. Mm-hmm. Nobody else would. No. There's no way. Like, <laughs> for mom, Rafe would be like, mom. Mom. And I'll be like, rattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then for like, okay, we're like, oop. Yeah, oop. And then for no, we're like, nope. Nope. And we can do whole sentences and, and whole conversations yeah. at that. And there's this thing. It basically just means, you know, that's bad or dumb. Mm-hmm. It's ball. Yeah. <laughs> but tell the thing about Star Wars. Oh, okay. So anybody who knows anything about Star Wars, there's a gawk droid. It's basically just like a trash droid. It walks around <laughs> and it wobbles and goes, ball. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it when Rafe does it. Ball. <laughs> like if I'm in a bad mood, I'll ask him to do that. And it puts me in a good mood. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but basically it just like say oh jimmy got broke his arm you know mm-hmm. and then oh that's ball <laughs> jimmy <laughs> i don't know i was making a random person i know or like joe bob mcgee just got fired oh uh, that's ball yeah i just choked on my spit <laughs> that always happens to me whenever i'm I know, gonna you do it a lot whenever i'm gonna say something the spit goes in my throat and i choke on it but it's like ball mm-hmm. or sometimes be like manel are you ball <laughs> You know, if I think she's in a bad mood. Yeah. Why are you ball? Why are you ball? Or sometimes I totally reverse the meaning. I'm like, well, that's pretty ball. Yeah. You know, ball, ball. Yeah, it can be positive or negative. Yeah, usually it's negative. Yeah, yeah. Depends on the tone of voice. Mm -hmm. And I'm going blank on all our other stuff. Oh, instead of saying, okay, we say old rear. Or old (laughs) rear. Yeah. (laughs) Old rear. (laughs) I don't know why. Where did old rear come from? You? I don't know. You said it one day, and now we say it. <laughs> and a couple of days ago, you said told me to do something, and instead of saying old rear, it just went old. Yeah. <laughs> old. And then I'm like, what? <laughs> she thought I had, like, a stroke. Yeah. Um. This is switching to nicknames for a second, but I call Rafe Foy. Because yeah. <laughs> Rafer or Rafe Foy? Yeah. Rafe Foy. <laughs> oh, that's something we do, where you're like, mama. <laughs> A rafer oil. <laughs> you know. And there's some show or movie we watched where the girl talks like that. She's like, don't. Uh. Is it be positive? No. Oh. Maybe. Um, but yeah, and there's. Like, I want to go outside. Uh. There's a girl in my class who talks like that. Uh. Ugh. Like, every time, 
she's and she whines all the time. You know who I'm talking yep. about? Well, it's like if you do something, she'll be like, "Stop!" <laughs> oh my god! It's not like a uh. It's just a uh. a short one. Yeah. It's like no, I didn't. He did. <laughs> it's terrible. Weird. And we make I make fun of her for but it. But we shouldn't, you know, because yeah. we have our own. Yeah. But, but I don't. Ours don't, is comical. We don't do it in public. Right. We do it at home, and mm-hmm. that's it. Because people would be like, "What is wrong with you?" We don't do it around other people. Right. Well, I do it around my friend Sarah. <laughs> or like. I do it around my mom. There's certain or words. Christine. There's certain words that don't sound anything like what we're saying. I know. Like parenthood, panel. We could have a conversation and people would think it was a different language and not even know what we were saying and yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think that's way cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if we were to say parenthood? Yeah. Pamela? Pamela. Yeah. Yeah, that sounded like Pamela. Yeah. Or um, the family in parenthood is called the Bravermans, so sometimes we just say, hey, you want to go watch Bravermans? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you want to go watch Pamela? Or you want to just go watch some Zeke and be brave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, want to watch Brave Men? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we definitely have our own language. Yeah. Uh, back to nicknames. Do you know how many nicknames I had for our dog and how many I have for our cats? Uh-huh. It's insane. I think a lot of people do this who are really animal lovers. <laughs> so here are... My dog's name was Edie. And she was a mutt. We just put her down December of 2020, which was horrible. But anyway, her nicknames, if I can remember them all, were Christmas Butt, <laughs> um, Edie McButter, Miss Muffet, Suzetta Rooney. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, I'm forgetting. Peanut. Peanut. Yeah. Um, Miss Muffet. Krusty Crew. Did you already see Miss Muffet? Yeah. Okay. Krusty Crew. Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Puba J. That was one of <laughs> Gage's too when he was little because he used to watch PB and J Otter. And then I call him Puba J. Um, Rafe's nickname when he was first born was Punk. <laughs> yeah. It went to Punky. Yeah. And then it was Rafezilla. Yep. Scoob. Scooby. Yeah. Yep. Um, so my cats, one of our cat, her cats, her name is Sloan, and I call her Sloane Rooney. Sloane Mulrone. Sloane Mulrone. And then our other cat's name is LeBron, which we never call him that. We, we just call him Mr. Magoo or Gooey. Yeah, Gooey. And I call him Gooey because he's like when you take a craft caramel and you just pull the ends apart and it's just this string of that sounds like, that sounds gruesome that's how, he, that's how he makes he makes me feel gooey that sounds he's gruesome though so... it sounds like you're grabbing the cat and pulling it in half i know but that's not what i mean <laughs> but yeah he's really he's just gooey yeah. yeah and we call him mr magoo i call him mr mcmahon bun i don't know why and I, there was this dumb song i used to sing around edie hello christmas bun. yeah hello, hello christmas, christmas bun. Bun. oh i don't know why what is it with christmas because you call them christmas kittens I yes. Uh-huh. Well, because they make me feel like Christmas. It's Christmas every day. <laughs> or jelly. Yeah. You call all cute animals jellies. It's just a jelly. Yeah. It's just a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I had more names for Edie. For I some reason, I call any cute animal a rumple pump. <laughs> <laughs> you have other names too for Gooey and Sloan. Yeah. I can't um, think of them. For some reason, whenever whenever I'm cuddling with a cat and like petting it, and you know how you like coo at them. Yeah. I call them rumple pumps or just pumps. You're my little pump, aren't you? You know what I call him? What? Chisel chest. Oh, yeah. He's such a chisel chest. <laughs> what is wrong with us? And I don't even know how I come up with this. <laughs> I know. Remember what I called that spider before I killed it? Something cute? Oh, doo-doo bean. <laughs> it was like, hi, doo-doo bean, and then I killed the spider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we call them Jews. I don't know why. Yeah. It might be a little offensive, but. 
A little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's way more. Smelly Tramp. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's from Raven. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Anyway, should we wrap it up for today, Ray? Yeah, I feel like we're at uh, one an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah, I think this. we're good. So, thanks for listening today. And hopefully you can uh, tune in next time. Yeah. This episode might have been a little messy, I feel like, but it's fine. Ah, messy's good. Keeps it real. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Bye.